0: All right, thanks for joining us on uh, Podcast Nonsense. This is our first episode, and I've got Jacques Bratbar here.
1: Hello, what's up? What's up, dude? Just having some McDonald's. Yeah. I really don't like to do that, but I was in a rush today, so don't tell anyone.
0: <laughs> dude, I'm guilty with the uh, Taco Bell all the time. <laughs>
1: That's just gross.
0: All the time. Girlfriends, girlfriends <laughs> not coming home tonight, Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> At least it's better than Del Taco. Yeah, man,
0: Del Taco. That's unpalatable.
1: <laughs> you don't have to live that way.
0: <laughs> so, uh, this is great. I wanted to do a, uh, a first time podcast just to see how this goes. And I was listening to Mark uh, Marin the other day, obviously. And um, he said this, which I thought was really cool as kind of like a mission statement. Is that I sit down and talk to people here, I have real conversations with people I either know well or kind of, but I usually do share some sort of interest with the people. We're in the same business, or we're creative people, or there's an understanding there. But the fact and the reality of having an hour-long discussion with somebody, uh, how the fuck often does that happen in our lives? I mean, when do you just sit down and talk to somebody for an hour? When do you show up? Because I'm sitting here and all I want to happen is to connect with somebody emotionally around things that are important to each of us. And you know, either be funny or honest or emotional just as long as the conversation's authentic. And I don't really care what's being discussed because that's a rare bit of business. It's sometimes exhausting to listen, to engage, and to evolve a conversation. Sometimes that I'm not it's something that I'm not incredibly used to, and that's what being a human's all about. And it's an important part of being human. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, that's great. That's all you need. Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say something? <laughs> I think I just came out of a blackout. That's great. That's great. All right. So what do you think about this
0: whole thing? About doing the podcast? Yeah. I uh, had a lot of resistance around it, man. All day. I've been been a nervous wreck all day. How come? It's like what are you gonna talk about? What are you gonna sit down and talk about for an hour, you know? Is it is it gonna flow naturally? Is it gonna be like weird?
1: Is it gonna be like, you know, an awkward first date? Maybe. Yeah. But here's the thing. Neither of us are trying to sleep with each other. Yeah. So we can just get that part out of the way. We've got that going for us. I will not sleep with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Honesty, you know what I mean? Um, but like what okay, so what in your eyes in your mind's eyes, like The worst that'll happen. We just sit here in silence. Yeah. Just stare at each other. doesn't make for good radio. (laughs) No,
0: no, that's not good radio at all. Or good internet. So you were saying when you tried to do this before, you were talking about with like uh, Alexis?
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, So my buddy Alexis and I, we would always just talk and make each other laugh really hard. So we said, hey, why don't we just sit down and make a podcast? Makes sense. And we did it, but we just kept missing each other's humor i think okay and maybe one of us would be going off on something mm-hmm. and the other person would like jump in to try and make it happen but the other person wasn't trying to take it there yeah yeah so we kept just overlapping each other and i'm just wondering if people like mark Marin or joe rogan are they conscious of that how do they handle that
0: yeah that's interesting man
1: how do they handle that i mean joe rogan
0: seems to like have a really good sense of the flow you know, and if something's dying or what, it, what I really admire about him is somebody will take off to, to go to the bathroom and he won't skip a beat. He'll just start talking about some random stuff to somebody else just to keep the keep the voice going, you know. Right. And uh, it seems like Mark Marin kind of has these like questions cued where he just wants to like pull more out. You know, yeah, so I think he's just constantly pulling, and I think the amount that you have to pull like changes based on who you're dealing with. You know, some people are like introverted, and
1: right, yeah, so it's more like, are you trying to go for an interview type thing? I think just having an
0: honest conversation, you know, yeah, just like we're doing right now. Well, I think this is pretty good. What do you want to talk about? Um, So you were talking about uh, the talking over you being a problem. Yes. Right. Right. So we're we're in the car last night, coming back from from the meeting, and um, who's who's we? uh, Me and Jordan. Okay. And uh, your boyfriend? It's my girlfriend. Okay. That's my girlfriend, Jordan. And uh, so. Yeah, so, I, like, I'm telling her about, like, Black sales, just doing my work and just watching Black sales in the background. So, I get home and it's, like, the only thing I have to talk about, <laughs> you know? And she's just not into, like, hearing this story about pirates. Right. I mean, why not? <laughs> pirates are great. Pirates I mean, are, yeah.
1: maybe not, like, Somalian pirates, but, like, old school pirates. Yeah. yeah.
0: And she's, like, she's, like, I was, like, you know, sometimes I feel like you're not listening, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's like like straight out of like a fucking movie. Yeah,
0: for me to tell you, you know, about this TV show that I was watching, you know, you're not listening. (laughs) (laughs) And she she goes, you know, she's like, sometimes, sometimes I feel like you're just talking at me. You know, we're not really like engaging. You just, you need to get the story out. I'm like, okay, that's fair.
1: (laughs) I mean, do you ever feel that way about her? Uh,
0: I think everybody feels that way about, about everyone, you know? Right. right? It can't always be like hundred percent engagement.
1: Dude, I find that to be, okay. So I'm in a fraternity mm-hmm. and, uh, it's not like, bro, we're going to do some like shots of Jaeger. I mean, I don't drink, so that wouldn't work, but, um, it's a cinematic fraternity and it's like very nerdy. It's a bunch of film nerds basically. And so it's rush week. And what happens is all these people want to join the fraternity, right? Mm -hmm. So there's like 100 to 150 kids.
0: 150 kids.
1: Yeah. And there's 25 slots per semester. Whoa.
0: So. Is that like the house? Is there like a.
1: Yeah, there's a house. There's like an old school, like Victorian thriller style mansion.
0: At what school? What school? At USC. At USC.
1: Yeah. So basically what happens is. And I was on the other side of this last semester. Basically, they're all the actives, right? And we have all these events. Like, we had a party last night. We were having a barbecue on Sunday. And then Monday, we have this thing called speed dating. And then Tuesday, we are going bowling. And then we start to vote on these kids, right? So you take all the kids on all the events? Whoever wants to show up. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's like, if they want if they want to make it, it behooves them to make themselves known to us. So they lose points if they don't show up. Basically. Or they're just not getting any. You know what I mean?
0: Right. I mean, it's like a thin slice. All the different events are like a thin slice of all the activities you'll be doing anyway. So it's like, hey, if you don't want to show up for bowling, like that's what we do here. Right. Exactly.
1: So, but the thing is, you know, you get like a hundred people trying to talk to you and trying to like kind of kiss up to you a little bit. Uh And it's really hard to stay engaged when you're talking to them because right. they want you to remember, they want me to remember them. Right. Right. And so it's like, they're like, Hey, I'm Joe and I'm from LA and I'm a, this major and I was in this show and this, that and the other. And I'm just like, okay, okay. And then they'll just stand there and not say anything. And I'll be like, so you are, do you like LA? Mm-hmm. And so many times they don't ask me any questions about myself. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like they're talking at me. Do you think that's age? Do you think it's generational? Do you think it's just? It's probably age. Yeah. It's probably definitely. I forget. I'm like a 35 year old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I kind of have like had the hard lessons of learning how to communicate with somebody. Yeah, you've evolved past like, oh, this is a great song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play some beer pong? Yeah, let's play some beer pong. <laughs> Which I never did anyway. Dude, sometimes I was so bad, sometimes I was so good. (laughs) Always hitting your mark. (laughs) But I just find it hard, it's just hard to stay engaged sometimes. Basically, that was a long way of saying that I have to talk to like 100 people.
0: So let's say, so you've got these 100 people that are showing up to you, and you remember a couple of them, right?
1: Already I have like a few in mind that I think would be like cool. So
0: what did did these guys do to...
1: Okay. Well, first of all, first of all, it's co-ed, so that's cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one girl, her name's Sarah, mm-hmm. and she was just super enthusiastic and super nice. And I talked to her, and she seems very like interested in not only cinema, but she's a ballerina, and she's like studied abroad, and she just doesn't try too hard either. Okay. She's not trying to like button to conversations and make jokes.
0: Yeah, she's kind of testing the water too.
1: Yeah. yeah, Like she's like chill. Yeah, which I think is cool, as opposed to this other girl, we'll call her Regina.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where if I'm at a party and she's standing next to me and I'll, I'm talking to you, I'll be like, "Oh man, did you uh, did you hear that Marin podcast?" She'd be like, "Marin, oh my god, I love him." And then I'm just uh-huh. like, "Okay, just simmer down." yeah. yeah. Simmer down. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: She's just going crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's Sarah, and then there's this guy uh, Zach, who's like super talented filmmaker, who's like really cool. It's weird. It's really weird.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I don't know what that would be like, or yeah.
1: Apparently, voting can get real nasty. <laughs> I hear like like everyone's super like cool, and like everyone's like super. It's a lot of camaraderie and support, and like we're like a family. But when it comes to voting on. Pledges? so does let's say
0: how how much of the 100 gets cold down you know just oh, yeah, okay. by their own doing
1: um so so when it comes down when you vote so there's three rounds of voting okay first round we call it to about maybe 60 people and they get invited to a private dinner oh okay and then that night we call it to about maybe 40 uh-huh. and then they get invited to like interviews which is like business professional style okay and then we cut it down to about 25
0: Okay. It sounds like a good plan. Yeah. I mean, but apparently and people, everybody goes through the process, right? Everyone you had, go go, through you process. had to go through the process.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I still can't fucking believe it.
0: Man, I've never done anything like that. And I'm I'm kind of jealous that you got to, you know, do like a fret kind of thing.
1: It's kind of cool, but I must correct you mm-hmm. because in our like little booklet, yeah, we don't call it a fret.
0: No fret, cuz it's, it's a, co-ed.
1: Cause it's a fraternity.
0: It's a fraternity professional that's how you that's the first way you you know yeah separate you from me right exactly you know that i was never in a fraternity because i said frat
1: that's right no like if you were in like some other like social frat then you'd be like frat bro okay but we're professional oh okay so we're a fraternity okay like business. a guild yeah exactly like a we're business like... guild for school yeah exactly we're the fucking spice guild over here <laughs> i like it i like it the spice must flow oh man that's great.
0: So, what's it like being a uh, like thirty five year old man on campus, doing doing your thing in a fraternity?
1: Um, I'll say t- I'll tell you this: I forget that I'm thirty five. Yeah. A lot, and I'll just be like on campus and be like, hey, what's up? And like going to school, and then like going to lunch with my you know fraternity brothers and sisters. But then like last night I was at a party, mm-hmm. and I became acutely aware of my age, because, you know. Uh, there are some attractive girls there, and they're like eighteen to twenty-one years old. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like twenty-five. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'll be talking to someone, and I can't tell you how many times someone was like, "Oh, oh, because I was taking photos." Like, "Oh, so you're a professional photographer they hired for this party?" Like, "No, uh, I'm in, I'm in DKA. I'm <laughs> just a grown man. Yeah. I'm here." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, so you're like an alum or?" Are you like a, a, a TA or a professor here? Yeah. It's like no, I'm I'm a senior, and they they just look as if they're looking at like an alien. Yeah. And I'm like no, but you're right. I'm 35 years old, and then when I say 35, it like rings out in my mind like I'm in a cavern. Like I'm 35, five, five, and I feel so old. Yeah. And it's just so clear that I was born in 1979, and they were born in like 1995. You know.
0: Are you ever just like, you know, I've, you know, I've got like a decade on you and you have access to this. You have access to this information. Not really. No,
1: I've never said it like that. Maybe I should. Yeah. a good pitch. That is a good pitch. Actually. (laughs) I like that. Hey, listen, don't look at me that way. I've got a decade on you and you have access to this information.
0: That's what I really have a hard time with is when you, you know, when you're talking to like a 24 or 25 year old, you know, and they're just like, like one moment, just all seriousness all seriousness you know and then the next moment just like talking about i don't know i don't know what 24 or 25 year old type like justin bieber yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> you know it's really weird for me uh so yeah i was in this band phantom planet mm-hmm. and for the longest time i'd be like oh i was in this band phantom planet and i don't I'm gonna use it on girls let's, let's be real here Uh, I'm on this band Phantom Planet, and they're like, oh, never heard of you. I'm like, well, we in the show The O.C. Of course I watched that show The O.C. Well, it's on California. Oh, my God. Right? Right, right, That's how it went for a long time. But now these people are young enough that they never watched The O.C. Right. And they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Right, So that that doesn't work anymore, and it's really weird. (laughs)
0: It's, uh, I ask people if they know, you know, I ask people if they know and they just have no idea what I'm talking about. You know, they're like, what's the OC? Right. You know, or like, you can tell them a joke from Seinfeld and they, or man, I can't watch network TV anymore because I watch network TV and it's like, uh, it's like the third time I've seen that show. What do you mean? Like the script is the same, the characters are the same, they're making the same jokes and I'm just like, whoa. Like the first time it happened, I was like, okay, you recycle content, you know, but now like... Man, yeah, three decades of watching TV. You get to that third decade of watching TV and you're like, isn't this, didn't, uh, you know, Alex B. Keaton say that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, just... isn't this where, where Jack Tripper yeah. hides the money? And yeah. is... is this the episode
0: where they feel endangered by the break-in so they discuss buying a gun? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's real popular in the flyover states. That yeah. One. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> oh, man, have you seen, um, what was that? Uh, Nightcrawler. Loved it. Loved it, man. We watched that the other night. Psycho. Oh my god, I was I was terrified. I was <laughs> I was surprised by my reaction at the end. At the end of the movie, I was like, "Is something bad gonna happen to him?" And like, I was like, "I should be hoping something bad happens to him." You know, like, why am I like rooting for this guy? Because <laughs> you're a psychopath. He's a psychopath, <laughs> dude. Yeah. That was a uh, that was terrifying. you know it was I thought it was really good, but uh, a nice commentary on unlike the media I
1: guess but man, yeah people I, are, people are like that. That's the scary part yeah. is that there people are like that. I mean maybe not as psychotic as that almost like American psycho' where like yeah people are like that, but obviously not murderers you yeah know? yeah, but that scene. That scene at the end where he's like, yeah, he's dead. Come get this. And then his, well, spoiler alert, his partner gets killed. Yeah. But he killed, he, like, murders his partner? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> That's great. But you knew, the, you knew he was going to die. I know. You knew he was going to die. He had to die. They set it up, like, three different times. They were like, man. Yeah, that was a terrifying movie. Did you see The American Sniper yet?
1: I saw the first half of it because my friend had it, um... Because his father is in the academy. Uh-huh. I didn't see the second half. See
0: so the screener. Yeah. Did you get to the fake baby part? No. The plastic baby? No. When he's holding the plastic baby, he's like talking to it and like no, it's like obviously plastic. No. <laughs>
1: That's is it supposed to be a plastic baby?
0: Um, no, it's supposed to be a real baby. Oh, but it's <laughs> be, he's having a heart-to-heart conversation with his wife, holding this baby. But it's a fucking plastic it's, baby. But it's, pla- it's obviously plastic baby.
1: Ha! <laughs> you know the guy who wrote that. Well maybe I shouldn't say this. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that guy's getting a lot of flack because they're going back through all of his like catalogue of stories and people are coming coming out and saying that some of the stories aren't real. What do you mean? Um, I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about it too much because I don't know a lot about it, but I'm I'm hearing a lot of like general rumor of some of the things that this guy was saying was, were just were just garbage. The, that the sniper was saying, or that the screenwriter. Yeah, the sniper was saying? that the sniper was saying. Well, the screenwriter. I mean, like that's what that's what um, Ari Shafir said on Joe Rogan's podcast that they, you know, the dad the dad sits or what was it? Oh, you know, it like comes on and it's like this is a true story. Not even this is based on a true story. This is a true story. Right. And like the first thing you get is like uh, the sniper sitting there with the spotter, and the spotter's all like. Oh dude, you better make sure, or right? You'll burn for this, right? You know, and it's like your spot your spotter like is is like 100 and 114 degrees west, right? You know, <laughs> two miles an hour. Like I don't know what a spotter says, but it's not like, you're gonna hey sniper, I'm gonna freak you out in this war zone, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, know? no, your spotter is not like your conscience. It's not Mm-mm. like fucking Jiminy Cricket. No, no. <laughs>
0: You remember when Clint Eastwood talked to that chair <laughs> on stage at the Republican National <laughs> Convention?
1: Remember when Clint Eastwood <laughs> made The Jersey Boys? What? You didn't know that? Nah, did he really? That was his fucking movie. You're
0: kidding me? No. Whoa! That one that just came out? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Was that Was that 2014?
1: Maybe 13. 13.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Did you see that? No. I don't think anybody <laughs> saw that. No one Nobody saw, saw that. He had to go back to basics. <laughs> <laughs> he had to pull something out of that hat. All right. <laughs> do you think he really? Do you think he really directed that movie, or do you think like the man directed that movie?
1: What Jersey Boys? <laughs> no,
0: the Amer- <laughs> American Sniper. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jersey Boys was all propaganda. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> <Definitely. for this.
1: laughs> U.S. propaganda. <laughs> Jersey propaganda. I mean Jersey. What do they have other than the fucking king? The king? The boss? The, the, what? <laughs> they have the boss. The, Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> yeah. You talking
0: about Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. <laughs> they've got uh, they've got
1: that fat governor. Oh, Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love that guy. Is he gonna run for president? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. He lost 100 pounds. Did he? Don't you remember when he was like super fat? Oh man, I haven't... Yeah. And then he lost 100 pounds? <sighs> yeah, yeah. You gotta do that.
0: What's that going to be like?
1: I hear Mitt Romney's going to run again. Oh yeah, I've I've been watching the Daily Show. I don't know, man. What are they saying on the Daily Show? That they're they can't believe he's running again, and that even Republicans are like, really?
0: What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, a third time. Huckabee did that a bunch, and then he just became this like fat loser. Did you see the only uh, Daily Show I've seen lately is that when he went on the Daily Show? Oh yeah, like, and Jon
1: Stewart was like, just tore him up. Yeah, just tore him up. Like you are just so full of shit. Like, do you think that like the middle of the country is better than the edges? It's like, well, no. and a certain point of view, it's like, no. That's what you think. Yeah. Well, Kept trying to talk around. Yeah,
0: it. yeah. I like when I like when the Democrats come out and they're like, oh, you guys are living in a bubble. And then it takes, like, there's, like, a three-year turnaround, and then Mike Huckabee's, like, on a liberal talk show to be like, no, you guys are in the bubble. That's what the book says. (laughs) It's like you read the book. It's only 77 pages. It's like a pamphlet.
1: (laughs) did you ever see that movie, Airplane? What, the uh, the old one? Yeah, like the uh, Zucker Zucker and Abrams comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that scene where they're like, would you like something to read, ma'am? And she's like, I don't know. Do you have something light? Oh well, yes, how about this leaflet on Jewish athletic stars? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this little thin piece of paper. <laughs> it's got like three names on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This is good. This is good coffee, man. Yeah, I'm wired. Yeah, I just keep pounding this coffee. I think from nervous podcast energy. Well, that's the thing. You're probably getting more... Nervous
1: podcast energy. I'm
0: probably not nervous podcast energy. I'm probably just anxious coffee energy. Right. Now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You've probably you're gone through the stages. Yeah. You're definitely in the second stage. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be crying soon. So what's the um, – tell me more about the Phantom Planet stuff. I just heard um, – what's his name? Schwartzman? Schwartzman, yeah. We were just talking about Schwartzman. <clears throat> That I didn't know Schwartzman was in the in the Phantom Planet.
1: Oh yeah, 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 that was like a a big deal.
0: It was a big thing.
1: huh? That was a big thing.
0: Do you want to talk about it, or are you?
1: Yeah, we can talk you about stand, it.
0: Stand away from it.
1: No, well, listen, we'll see. We'll see where it goes.
0: I feel like when I hear stories about Phantom Planet, I get like that there were like uh, band members that were like in and out. Like, were there different band members at different times?
1: Kind of, but not really. I'll, okay. Th- I'll break it down. Okay. So, the original members were five of us. Mm-hmm. Me, Alex, the singer, Darren, the guitar player, Sam, the bass player, and Jason Schwartzman, the drummer. Okay. And then, halfway through our third record, Schwartzman Bailed. Okay. And so then, after that, we got another drummer, Jeff, who stayed with the band until indefinite hiatus. In the meantime, I left. Mm-hmm. So... It wasn't so much that people were coming in and out; it's just like, it was one person got replaced and then I left.
0: Okay, okay. But yeah, uh, he left to go do after he got the uh, the Rushmore.
1: Oh no, no, he oh? was, he was still in the band, doing Rushmore, which was increasingly frustrating to me.
0: To to band members
1: or yeah, to the band because yeah. we we went from being like this cool rock band to being oh. Jason Schwartzman's rock band, and then we started getting compared to like Keanu Reeves's rock band, Dogstar, which was like a oh, joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, um,
0: Dogstar never did the OC. No. No theme songs for Dogstar. <laughs> no
1: theme songs for Dogstar. But like, we were kind of just lumped into that. So, oh, we're just like another. Right, right, right. We're just another movie stars rock band when it was the other way around.
0: Yeah, yeah. He said a similar thing on, uh, on Marin's podcast where he was talking about how, um, you know, they, like, he identified with being in a band, mm. but didn't identify with, like, being, like, in movies or being an actor, you know? That's interesting. And so when his, he had, like, an album coming out or something like that, and he said that they, like, those two things conflicted for him, too, hmm. you know? So that it worked against him, too, because they were like, oh, here's this actor trying to leverage being an actor to, like, get right, get his own... uh and that's too bad because
1: he's very talented. Schwarzman's a very talented writer, you know, player, actor. I mean, I feel like, I mean, Jason is very good at being Jason. Yeah. He's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And he's awesome in Rushmore. Yeah.
0: I, I love the guy. I love the guy. I ran into him once um, on St. Mark's place down in the village in New mm-hmm. York. Um, and I mean, that's the end of my story. <laughs>
1: That's a great story. Yeah, <laughs> that should that should be the lead. Should be the lead of this podcast. That'll, I ran into him the, once. The tagline. <laughs> I ran into him once. What if we just went through all these people we ran into once? I ran into uh, George Costanza once. You did? Yeah.
0: No way. Jason Alexander? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where? Uh, on Larchmont Boulevard. He was just sitting by himself outside Starbucks. Really? I talked to
0: him. Really? Yeah. What did he say?
1: Well, okay. So do you know that episode where he does the opposite? Yeah. So. I just gotten sober. And I watched that episode like in my first 30 days and I was like that's right. I'm going to do the opposite.
0: Oh, right, right, right. So right, I right, started right.
1: doing the opposite. Yeah, right? And my life changed because, It works. Yeah, it totally works. It started totally yeah. started to work. And so I, <laughs> I went out to him and I was like, "Excuse me, Mr. Alexander, I will let you know I'm a big fan." He goes, "Oh, thank you very much." And I said, "You know, actually I'm have been sober for like 2 years at that, that time and I watched that show where George Costanza does the opposite. He's like, "Oh, yes, yes, I remember that." Well, I actually did that. And he looked at me and he goes, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I actually kind of did that as advice. And he goes, you didn't really, did you? <laughs> I was just like, oh. <laughs> I just deflated. How,
0: how many times do you think somebody's like walked up to him and been like, you know, I tried to, uh, somebody tried to run into a parking spot while I was trying to back into it once. <laughs>
1: Probably so many Like, time. all the time. He's so
0: tired of being George Costanza. Like. I bet. Not even the real Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> like, the clone.
1: I love that fucking Kirby uh, enthusiasm where he's meeting with Costanza or Jason Alexander. And Jason Alexander's like, yeah, well, you know, George is really kind of like an idiot. And I don't want to play that anymore. And David, <laughs> and Larry David's like, well, he wasn't really an idiot. It's like, yeah, he was a complete <laughs> loser. He's an imbecile.
0: He's like nobody would ever do that. Nobody... <laughs> yeah. nobody would ever do that. Larry David's like that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> oh man, that was great. We ran into uh, at the Gelsons uh, Steve Carell one night. I was with my uh, with an ex girlfriend, and it's like seven o'clock on a Sunday night. is like when everybody figures out they don't have food. Right. They like rush to the supermarket. Yeah. And like nobody's like. Nobody else is at the supermarket besides people that like forgot that they don't have food, you know? Right. And so we go, we go one night and, um, she goes, she turns around, there's this guy in like this blue, uh, like workout suit, you know, uh, what are those called? Like a track suit. Yeah. A track suit, track suit. And, um, and she goes, look at that dude. That look. that dude looks like Steve Carell. He's got the big nose and everything. And, uh, and, and this guy turns around immediately, hears the, the name, you know, and, like, is staring straight at us. And I'm like, oh, man, that is Steve Carell. And he definitely heard you <laughs> just make fun of his nose.
1: Uh, this one time I ran into uh, Al Pacino. No way. Yeah. No way. Uh, a friend of mine invited me to go see Robin Williams at uh, Radio City Music Hall, like, 10 years ago. Cool. And we went backstage. And I was just kind of waiting backstage, and down the fucking hallway comes Al Pacino. And I'm like, oh, my God. No way. It's Al Pacino. And as he's coming closer, I'm like, do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I say something? Do I I not say something? I'm going to say something. What am I going to say? So he comes up, and I go, Mr. Pacino, I just have to tell you, you are one badass motherfucker. And he stopped, and he looks at me, and he goes, really? (laughs) Fantastic. And then he just walked into the room right by me.
0: <laughs> it's like, what's it like to be one of these people that like, people are just like, you're walking down the street and they're like, you know, like 20 or 30 people see you and they're like, what am I going to say? Right. What am I going to say to this guy? So you don't have to say anything to him. No, you, you know, don't have it's to. Like, you want to say the perfect thing. Right. To and make it's, you like, special. Yeah. And you want to say, like, you have to be more special than, than like half the population of people that have. Like, walked up to the guy. Right. You know? And the guy's probably just like... Oh. guy's Al Pacino. Yeah. You know? The guy's, like, lived on a boat in the Mediterranean, like, blowing coke off hookers. He's got no interest in what you have to say. <laughs>
1: not <at laughs> all. Nothing. Nothing. It's like, nothing. you're not going to be his friend. He
0: checks your hands for a check. There's no <laughs> check. He's not being served with papers. <laughs> Move along. Move along.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, I've got another. I got another this one time. Yeah? This one time I was in a cafe in Paris. Nice, nice. And uh, I was traveling alone, and I hadn't spoken to any like native English speakers in like a week. Mm-hmm. And there are these two guys sitting next to me and I overheard them. They had English accents. And I was like, hey, where are you guys from? Oh, we're, you know, we're from England. And they were kind of older, and they had like tattoos and kind of like slick back hair. I was like, these guys look pretty cool. So we started talking. I was like, "Yeah, I'm traveling by myself. I'm from the states. What are you guys doing?" Like, "Oh, you know, we're we're here for work. We travel a lot for work, and we're just we're here for the next two nights." I'm like, "Cool." We just talked a little bit, and they got up and they left. That night, I was in the subway and I saw a poster, an ad for Depeche Mode, playing. Oh no way! In Paris that night, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I just had I just had coffee with fucking David Gahan. It was amazing, dude. That's amazing. It's fucking Depeche Mode. Just chilling. Cafe in Paris. Chilling in the cafe. You remember the name of the cafe? No. No. Something
0: French. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great one. I don't know if I've ever, you know, with like music people, I don't know music people at all. So I think like people around me will see music people and they'll be like, that's such and such. Like, I don't even recognize the name.
1: (laughs) Right. Because I'm like
0: so out of touch with that stuff. You know, like the, the movie stuff, like I'm on top of, but the, like the, music people, I'm just yeah. It's like, hey, that's Jackson Brown. Huh? Huh? What are you talking about? That wasn't funny. Peter Jackson? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking Peter Jackson, man. Why? 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 Oh man. <laughs> you wanna do that one? I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else there is to do. It's just why. Quit while you're ahead, man. I haven't seen did you see you see the last one? I saw the last one. Out of obligation. Yeah, it was like a chore. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right, go see the fucking hobbit.
0: I haven't I haven't seen the last one. I haven't seen the last that second one I I turned off halfway through. I've told you before like at that log flume ride. <laughs> Cuz it's just like you get to minute 12 of like a river ride and you're just like, I get it. There's going to there's going to be a ride somewhere. I get it.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, look at how real the water looks. Yeah, cool.
0: Yeah. Good job. But not really. You know, they do that bad matting thing where like they're, you know, there's always this like halo of blur around the top of the character's head, you know, where like the depth doesn't quite look right, you know, and you're just kind of like cheated a little too, a little too much. They did a
1: lot of that in the last one. Really? So many like Uh. special effects where I didn't even think they needed them. I was like, wait, that's just like Gandalf riding in a horse. Why is that special affected? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah. You think they put them on like a green pummel horse or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe they fucking saved money on the horse <laughs> or something. Or the horse died. The original horse died oh, and they it to be true.
0: Oh, you know, I heard a thing about the, you know, the uh, no harm, no animals are harmed in the filming of this production. Yeah. Like literally means no frame where an animal died was used in the film. Oh. But animals die in the production of the films all the time. And if they don't use it, they can say at the end of the movie that no animals were harmed because in the footage that they used, no animals were harmed.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's fucking crazy.
0: I better I better have that one right. Yeah. I
1: don't <laughs> you can look that up right now <laughs> on your smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. i just going to look something up on Google real Should fast. Should I look it up? Yeah. Should I look it up? Because that's some serious shit. If that's for real, yeah. We, we've been lied to for like 50 years or even more. I wonder if that horse head in The Godfather was already dead. So then it wasn't harmed during the filming of that
0: movie? Was that, I don't know if that was real or not. Was that
1: makeup? I mean, it probably wasn't real, but I was just going to go with it. Thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate that.
0: Man, maybe I shouldn't have have talked about that. Oh,
1: why? Because you were wrong? Are you wrong? Well, it's like... uh, Legalese? No, I don't. I can't find it here. Okay. Um, So much for the information age. Can't find jack shit.
0: Can't can't find it. Can't find it quick.
1: But if you need some Viagra pills, you can find that real fast. Yeah. From Mexico. I,
0: got, I got ads everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how did they know?
1: <laughs> well, Patrick, you're how old are you?
0: Uh, thirty four. Yeah, you're thirty
1: four. Coming coming that, dude, I'm gonna be thirty six. When in you in March. In March. What's that like? That seems
0: to be way old. 35, you start doing these division things, I start doing this math in my head, you know, like, when you, you know, when you get, like, uh, far enough away from the paycheck or close to the new paycheck, you start, like, oh, you know, okay, I can go out to dinner tonight, you right? Know? or, you know, well, like, I start doing this math where it's, like, you know, well, 30, you know, that's, like, you know, 32 is like halfway to 35, but I'm not 35. I'm like 32. And then you're like 34, and you're like 35 is right around the mm-hmm. corner. And then like 36, just it, it's like the next number
1: after the half. Right. And of, like of the 30 decade. But I feel like I'm going to be, I'm basically 40. You feel like you're going to be 40? Once I hit 36, I'm like 40.
0: What do you think 40 year old you is going to say about that? You think you're going to laugh at, you're going to look back on this and laugh at yourself? For th- you'll be
1: like, oh, man, 40 is way different than 30. 30- I think 40-year-old is going to jump off a fucking building. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to be in college or something. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. What am I doing with my life?
0: What, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happened? Do you think we just got too soft because like all the grandparents went out there and like fought the big war?
1: What do you even mean by that? I
0: don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> what do you mean we got I, too soft? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, it seems like this, it seems like we live in a generation that doesn't know how to stop partying. Okay. I'll you feel know? you on that. And that there's no, like, uh, you're an adult now. You know, because when you're 18, you're when you become 18, you're like not an adult. You're a child. The state's like you're an adult, but you're still just a stupid loser.
1: But you don't think that when you're 18. No,
0: you're like, I'm an adult
1: now. You're like, I know it.
0: Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Right. You've got
1: zero dollars in the bank. Yeah, no perspective on anything. Your dad's paying for your car insurance. Yeah.
0: Your dad's... Dads are paying for phones now. I'm meeting people that are like 27, 28 years old, and dad's still paying for the phone bill.
1: You know what? Bless him. (laughs) That's fucking good work if you can get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, I'm going to call my dad after this. Yeah, right? Yo, dad, what's up? Why are we on the family plan? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hook it up, dad. (laughs) Here I am paying for my phone bill like a sucker.
1: Right, That's not the American dream.
0: All my friends, my dad's are paying for that shit. When's the car coming?
1: Fucking buy me a condo. Buy me a condo. <laughs> you know, so there, there's some people down at USC, obviously, some people that I know, and, like, they roll up. They're, like, 18 in these, like, fucking Beamers. Yeah. yeah like,
0: like five series, seven series.
1: Yeah, like five series with like weird ass blue LED light yeah. and like the, the 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 door openers, and I'm just like, God damn, damn. Where do you go from there?
0: Well, you you crash the car, right? Right. right. <laughs> You're a freshman in college, right. so you by sophomore year that car is just fucking totaled.
1: <laughs> and then you get your fucking hundred percent,
0: a hundred percent. Dad either buys you a new one. Or, yeah, you're driving the Civic. Right. (laughs) Not even, like, that I bite you the Civic. It's like, this is the Civic I've been driving to work to afford your lifestyle.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, dude. Okay, so I wrote a song once with a buddy of mine, and I I really think it was fucking hilarious. This guy was really funny. The song is basically about how, like, everyday Joes can be, like, your knight in shining shining armor, right? Okay. And, like, the second... Second verse starts with like, I'll pick you up at eight tonight. It ain't going to be a limousine. I'm going to get you in my Camry. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yo, baby, I'm going to come get you in my Camry. Yeah.
0: What's wrong with a Camry, man? Camry's a good car. I had a Camry. Yeah. I think we all went through a Camry. Yeah. Camry stage. What do you got now? I'm driving a a Volkswagen. Volkswagen Passat is what it is. Passat? Yeah. You like it? Yeah, it's good, man. That thing guzzles gas, though. I got to tell you. And yeah. it used to be when the gas prices were high, um, this is that you know, when, like, we're on Podcast 200 and somebody, like, listens to this by accident, they'll be <laughs> like, what? Gasoline was $2.50 a, a gallon? What's gasoline? Yeah, what's gasoline? <laughs> <laughs> they'll throw a shoe at their robot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, man, my gas prices were high. It cost it was like seventy bucks to fill that thing up. Brutal. I was just like stupid. The the dealer waited to get me like I signed the paperwork, I was getting in the car. And he was like, and don't forget it only takes premium. And I was just like, Oh, you (laughs) asshole. You asshole. Got me. You got me.
1: They got me. The dealer I got a I got a fucking Kia forte coupe, Mm -hmm. which I really like. And the dealer got me, like, I signed all the papers, basically, and they're like, oh, uh, and here, sign here, uh, here's a, a $500 incentive fee. And I was like, what's that? It's like, well, if you choose to turn, you know, because I leased it, if you choose to uh, turn in the lease and lease someone else, you pay us $500. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, that's to incentivize you to stay with Kia. I'm like, you fuckers.
0: Really? Yeah. Can't you just be like, no?
1: I could not take the car. Yeah. But I'm, at that point, I've been at the fucking lot for like four oh, that's hours. That's what they do to you. That's yeah. what they do to you. They just drag it on and on.
0: Yeah. You gotta, uh, I gotta go talk to my manager. You watch the guy go over there and like get a cup of water and just stare at you from across the room. He's not talking to anybody, he's just staring at me. And in LA, it's the worst. I had this guy that was like a, uh, I had this guy that was an actor. He had pictures all over his office of like these bit rolls. That he had been Did in movies. Did you recognize him? No, you know, because he's like these bit roles, right. you know, where he's like, um, there's an Asian gangster or something like that, you know, but like an older one, you know, it's it, I think it thins out when they get older, you know, finding like good people that have like 20 years of experience that you can trust that are also like, you know, the thing that you need. Right. And uh, yeah, so this dude had been in uh, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, been the pirates, but so he had like pictures of Johnny Depp and stuff all over his office and stuff, and I'm like trying to negotiate with an actor, <laughs> with a professional liar.
1: <laughs> That's a double dose of professional like, you know, liar, car it. dealer and a fucking actor. Yeah, yeah, fuck.
0: Like I'm trying to, I'm like trying to think I have a handle on the situation. <laughs> I'm totally out of my league. Yo, I have Dad, have no idea what's going on.
1: <laughs> Dad, come take care of this.
0: Come take care of this for me, man. So I don't think I'm gonna go with that one next one. I think I'm gonna like trade it in. What are um, we gonna do? I think we get something small, smart car. Looking at the smart cars, you know, like it's hard to like argue with. You know, I drive back and forth to like work, right? Drive to the grocery store,
1: right? You're not you're not off roading.
0: I'm not hauling equipment. I'm not. The clubbing days are over. You know.
1: <laughs> so you're you're not worried about rolling up to the club and like if yeah. <laughs> like it's in smart a car smart car yeah. Dude, okay. If you roll up to the club in a smart car, you get out. They'll be like, "Holy shit, that's like Steve Jobs."
0: (laughs) Is it's baller now to like roll up in the shitty car? Yeah,
1: it's baller. (laughs) It's like because you got the beard and like if you wear jeans and like that shirt, like flannel shirt,
0: like a black turtleneck.
1: Yeah, and like you roll up to the fucking fancy ass restaurant in the smart car. They're like, "Oh shit."
0: That's where we're getting, dude. That's what I like about thirty-five. That's what I like about thirty-five is like they don't know who you are, right? You could be anybody. You don't know, you know? But you so, know. But you know. <laughs> but you know but who you, know. you are. So you kind of get to, you know, like, you get to mess with them a little. Mm.
1: But I don't know. It's funny. I did have a bit of a power trip last night at this party. Tell me. Tell me. For an hour, I had porch duty, which was, um, or stoop duty. I couldn't let any non actives onto the stoop. And everyone's always trying to get up the stupid end of the house. The bathroom. And Non-active
0: that. is a not not a member?
1: Yeah, not not a member of DKA. Not a member, okay. Oh, shit.
0: Not a pledge? Can the pledge. Not, the pledges can't either. Pledge can't just either. only active. Okay,
1: so. okay. So fools are drunk, and they're always coming up. And like I was just like, hey, where are you going? Uh, it's good. I just got to go to the bathroom. Can't come this way. Yeah. But I got to go to the bathroom. Cool, it's over there. No, you don't understand. I know so-and-so. I'm like, cool, I'm not coming up here. It just felt great. Yeah, and like, hey, hey, uh, you can't come up here, man. Oh, but uh, doesn't matter. Don't care. Wow. Maybe I should just be a fucking like bouncer. Like a bouncer, huh? Yeah, but... I was. I was like the Andrew Brin of the party last night. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up going to that thing? Which thing? On uh,
1: New Year's. Oh my God, New Year's. Did I tell you? I told you what happened on New Year's. No. And that girl, ice me out. No. I didn't tell you about this. No. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, while I was a pledge,
2: uh-huh.
1: I started hooking up with an active. Okay. Which is like really strange power dynamic, right? Because she is a, like senior. She has seniority over me, uh-huh. but I'm also like 15 years older than her. Right. So that was interesting. Right. Anyway, we kept it super secret. We kept it college casual. It was all good. Yeah. Until things started to get a bit more serious. Uh-huh. Against all better judgment on my part and everyone else around me, they're like, dude, what are you doing? You can't, you can't fall in love with this girl. i go, like, oh, don't worry. I got this. I'm not. But there I was, right? Yeah. And so we hang out on New Year's Eve. And we go to uh, Malibu. We go to Malibu. Have a great time. We kiss at midnight. Just by yourself?
0: You're going to the beach? Or are you going oh, to, no, like, I'm sorry. I went to a party. We a party, went yeah, to
1: a okay. party in Malibu, okay. my okay. friend's house. And then on my, our way back, like around 1.30, she's like, hey, let's stop at the beach. Okay. We stop at the beach. We sneak down. We go into the water. haha, We're like making right, out. It's right, so right. romantic. The cops come. Move along. We go back to my place. We fool around. We didn't sleep together. The next morning we hang out. We went to breakfast. We went to the park. Oh man, it was like picturesque, right? We took her home. And then I texted her some photos. I texted her some photos the next like the next couple of hours. And I heard nothing. Which is weird. Because she was always... What kind of photos? Just like her at the park. Huh. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's some, fo- here's some photos from our day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great day. Yeah. Nothing. Wow. Just weird. Wow. Okay? So this is on the first. Yeah. The second, I called her. I was like, hey, uh, what's up? You know, let's go to the movies tomorrow night or something.
2: hmm
1: Nothing. No, nothing. So I tried her again the next day. Nothing. Uh-huh. So eventually, I was just like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Just icing me out, right? Yeah. So. I call her. I was like, Hey, look, I noticed you're not getting back to me. And that's like, if you're not into it, that's cool. But like, I deserve more respect than that. So why don't you call me and let's talk about this. So later that night I get a text from her on her friend's phone. She's like, Hey, sorry, I'm texting you from my friend's phone. Um, look, uh, I'm busy. Let's hang out you know, tomorrow. I was like, great. When? She's like, oh, I don't know. I might be hanging out with my friend again. And I was like, hey, what the fuck is going on, basically? Yeah, yeah. So then she sends me this long text on her friend's phone, basically telling me how she just wants to be friends, and things got a little too serious, and this, that, and the other. I hope you don't hate me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But you need to, like, call me or talk to me about this in person. They don't understand that though.
0: I mean, no, man, I didn't understand that until I was a certain. How, how old was she?
1: 20. 20. I mean, look, I yeah. didn't understand that until last year, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but still, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. Fucking practicing, uh, whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> self esteem, right? Right, right. So then I eventually start, I eventually talked to her. Fair.
0: Well, maybe that'll like, yeah, so how'd it had to go when she, when you talk to her? Later. I think she
1: was like super stoned and like. Yeah, I was just like, I can't. I don't know what to say. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just maybe next time, yeah. if you're dating someone yeah. and you're having feelings like this, let them know beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So she got. Uh, you don't know how to handle that
0: stuff. No, that man. I was just ridiculous back then. I
1: know, and that's why they.
0: I couldn't know, process anything. I would just be like, uh, you see the text, and you're like, I don't know what to say. Uh, right. I'm sending texts. That I'm like,
1: what? You Why know, <laughs> would I do that? <sighs> Which is very confusing to me because I find the girls very attractive. Mm-hmm. But that's like, I've got nothing to talk to them about. Right, right, right. And so I'm like conflicted. The
0: What does it for me right off the bat is I ask them what their favorite show was growing up that's interesting man because that did it's going to date him immediately and you're going to be like oh you know like if they say something like hey arnold yeah like you don't know what duck is you know <laughs> like you right. don't know what you know Darkwing duck or whatever um yeah hey arnold is even i've never seen that show yeah that was i was older i think when hey i think hey arnold was more like my sister's to hold your sister. She's like 29. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. So that's like my sister's deal. Um running Stimpy,
1: stuff like that. Oh, so good. Yeah. Dude. Guts. Do you think we got any good anything good out of this? Oh yeah, I
0: think this is all good. Yeah. You don't think this is good? I don't even know what we talked about. We talked about all sorts of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You did some fan <laughs> planet. You did Al Pacino impersonation. <laughs> I think it's very positive. Okay, good. Yeah,
1: totally. You watching anything on TV? What are you watching these days? I'm watching Archer. The new season just started. Oh, okay. I love that show. Yeah. Um, watching, I just finished watching All the Wire again. Ooh, which is great. Yeah. Everyone on that show's British, which is crazy. It's weird, right? Like, what's that
0: main guy, the cop? McNulty? Yeah, McNulty, total Brit. I had no idea. Yeah.
1: Fucking Idris Elba? String yeah. bell? Yeah. British as fuck.
0: That's crazy to me. That's crazy. When I first heard him like talk with his like normal accent, I was like, that's not Baltimore. Yeah. It's crazy. I
1: remember I saw Luther, and I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah.
0: I met two of those guys, came to audition for uh, Baxter Stockman. What's that? Baxter Stockman was, you, you remember uh, in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the big fly. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the fly scientist? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they came to uh, audition for The Voices, and it was the, uh, man, I don't remember the character's name. It's been so long since I saw The Wire, but it was uh, like the junkie. Yeah. Who's always working a scheme. Bubbles
1: or whatever. Bubbles, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah super nice guy. And the other guy was like the main, like, uh, he he was like the middle management main guy. Like, not Stringer, but like the guy below Stringer. Okay. Who like ran the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know? And, uh, just nice guys, really nice guys.
1: Were you just like, Whoa.
0: Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. It's so funny because I had like, I didn't watch the wire when it was on, even though it was, before, it was like, everybody was like, Oh, you gotta watch the wire. You gotta watch the wire. And I'm from Maryland. So, you know, we've got that Baltimore up there and people are like, Oh my God. You know? And it's, and so, uh, I didn't, I didn't watch it until late until I was out until a couple years ago. And, um, so I got I got all the seasons and I just marathon watched them for like three weeks. I'm doing nothing oh, but watching the, the Wire every night. You know? Love it. And then I uh, I go to work like a week later after I'm done with The Wire, and these guys are there at like a gallery opening thing that we do every month, and uh, I'm just like, oh my god, I just watched all the Wire. Did you say anything? Like though? the whole thing? Yeah, I was just like, I just watched the whole thing, you know. And and like they get it all the time, but they're not like big big, you know. Right. So they're like super excited that somebody's like recognized them and like. Loves the show and like appreciates their work. So, That's cool. Yeah, they were super cool. I took a picture with them. And... That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see... Okay, so you know that that movie, 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yeah. You know the black dude who's like his his buddy, like the bald black dude? Uh,
2: who's like maybe. trying to
1: like uh, help him out? Um, anyway, so he was also in this made-for-TV movie about MC Hammer. Okay. Like the Hammer story. I'm not sure many people watched, but I watched it. So I went to King's Road Cafe, and I saw him there. He was just eating by himself. And I was like, I'm going to fucking go up to this guy, and I'm going to tell him I loved him in the MC Hammer story. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like— This guy? This guy? Yeah, that dude. Romany Malco. Yeah. That's who we're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't recognize the name, but you see him everywhere. Yeah,
1: he's everywhere. He's everywhere, okay. And I was like, look, man, I just want to let you know— I loved you, the MC Hammer story. He was like, word? I was like, yeah, man. He shook my hand. He's like, thank you so much. It was just so cool. That's what I like to do. Like, okay, other times.
0: The most obscure thing that the actor's been in that you've
1: seen. Okay, so you know Jeff Garland? Uh Uh-huh. He was in a one-man show called Someone to Eat Cheese With. Okay. And they made an HBO movie out of it. Okay. And I watched it, and I loved it. Okay. Coincidentally, I saw Jeff Garland at the Arclight two days later. And so I saw him, and I was like, I want to say something to him. I'm gonna fucking tell him I liked someone to eat cheese with. Yeah. So I was like, uh, Mr. Garland, I just want to let you know I'm a really big fan of your work, especially uh, I want someone to eat cheese with. And he goes, You saw that? You're like the other person who saw that. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Dude, right. they were talking about
0: that. He was on. Uh, he was on Marin, and they were talking about that. And um, he, yeah, he was. Talking, it it's like apparently it was something that like he's always wanted to make, but never like got to. So we got to make it, but like nobody saw it. It's,
1: it's so good. It's a yeah. shame. People should see that. Oh, man.
0: Man. Where can I wait? Is it on Netflix or anything? I don't know. You should check it out. It's funny that the first question is, uh, is it on Netflix?
1: That's right. I remember when Netflix came out, it was all hard copy, right? Yeah. And they started doing streaming, and I was like, that'll never catch on.
0: I know. I know, right? Because <laughs> it's like, I'm not getting the DVD in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how good could the quality be? Right. You know? Internet's and not fast enough. They were streaming, like, you know, Mystery Science Theater 3000. They weren't streaming. Right. You know, they were, like, doing, Such doing bad like, movie. Eddie Murphy's comedy special from the 80s. Yo, that's funny shit, though. Oh, it's still good. It's still good.
1: It's kind of uncomfortably on PC now, though. Like, if you watch Delirious... Yeah. He says some shit, and I'm just like, ooh.
0: Well, that's what people are saying these days, you know? Like... I mean, like the clock changes and the stuff that you like everything that was OK when you were a kid is like not OK anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, and you hear some of the stuff from back in the day. You can watch Saved by the Bell, dude, and you'll be like, oh, my God, this show is so
1: racist. Really?
0: Yeah. It's like weird. It's weird. Yeah. Go back and watch something. All right. That you used to watch all the time back back in like the 80s.
1: Oh, even, even like certain turns of phrases. See,
0: dude, like bosom buddies? Like Tom Hanks got his career by like dressing up like a woman to get into like an all-woman's apartment in New York or something. This is like the premise of the show. <laughs> like, like what are you doing? How is that a show?
1: Uh, well, I was, in the, I was going out with this girl. Not going out. We were hanging out. And she's like 20, right? And we're talking. And she's like, oh, yeah, this girl. My best friend, we're ex-best friends. And I'm like, oh, did you guys fight over a guy? and she's like you know that's like borderline sexist i was like whoa,
0: that's where the line is now i
1: was like what do you mean it's like the fact that you think that our friendship would end over us fighting over a guy i was like uh and so i have just become super aware of certain things that like i'm so used to saying yeah that aren't like okay to say anymore
0: right right well and you're highly susceptible is like as a white male.
1: Oh yeah. Oh,
0: you know, I've got, we've got a uh, production coordinator at work, this guy, Alan, Alan Chow and Alan, just like a couple of, he started doing it a couple of years ago, but you'd say you'd be, you'd be having like a, a normal conversation with like three people. And he would just look at you and be like, that's racist, but like, like for real, like deadpan. And as a joke, <sighs> and I would just be like, <laughs> like I'm the white male in the room. Like, what do I, was that racist? You know, what did I say? Dude, what you know and it wasn't. You know, you're not saying anything, but He's just like, fucking with you? Yeah, you just Yeah. You, yeah. But uh I don't know. That's interesting. Is that you think that's borderline sexist? I mean I guess. Did she? She she did she get in a fight with that? No. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just deflection? <laughs> She's just really good at deflection? Yeah, that was a
1: good deflection. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> or like I called I, I like I remember we were at a Halloween party, and, like, my friend Nicole came by, and, like, she looked really hot, like, super hot. And the day before, I was having a conversation with a a girl who was like, it's not okay to call a girl sexy. And I I was like, I don't understand. Like, why Mm -hmm. not? Mm -hmm. Because if you call a girl sexy, then you're immediately objectifying her. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so then what, what do I say if I think a girl looks hot or is sexually appealing like is that even off the table am i not even allowed to to say that to someone there's a gate for that what do you mean there's a gate a
0: gate yeah like i mean you can like you have you have to have permission before you can say sexy right Right? okay you know so you've got to like have a certain amount of like rapport with somebody that you know you're fairly stable with who appreciates you commenting on their physical appearance but commenting on any physical appearance i think is off the
1: table right Until there's like romanticism involved. Well, and, and, and so, but she says something else about sexy. She's like, like, you look nice. She's like, the only time I want someone to tell me I look sexy is when I'm having sex. Interesting. Yeah. That is when I am sexy. Okay. And so there was a Halloween party and my friend Nicole came down and she looked fucking slamming. And I said, look, I don't know if I can say this to you or not, but I think you look really hot. In that mm-hmm. and she's like of course you can say that why do you think i'm wearing this and i was just like what yeah 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 <laughs> i was like i don't understand
0: well everybody's got their own like uh levels Truth. you know but like yeah that's interesting that's oh well, i wonder if that is i mean i could see where it would be perceived where it could be perceived as sexist but right
1: i wasn't uh, trying to be yeah i was just like yeah. damn girl
0: maybe it's because you did the like fumbling bit part at before I, it right you know like, like you, a, you he granted like, it a little bit i don't know if i'm allowed to or right. not you know
1: right right that's probably what made the, it okay i'm just a simple country chicken <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember that I mean, saturday live sketch from back in the day the clucking chicken no <laughs> where it's like no. then they chop my head off and put me and fry me in oil <laughs> 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 they're like showing the cartoon get its head severed and it's like adam sandler doing the voice <laughs> So come on to the club and chicken. Yeah, I taste delicious. (laughs) Fuck that. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. (sighs) Well, we're like uh, almost at an hour here. So I'm just going to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for coming over, man. I really appreciate it. I think we got some good stuff. Had a great conversation. Anytime, man. We now have an open-ended question over whether or not it's sexist to tell somebody that they're sexy. Yes. And where the line is on that. So Hashtag is it sexy. Hashtag to, is it sexy. Uh to uh what's your Twitter? Podcast nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, we'd like to find out. So if you're if you're listening to this, if you're one of the four people out there that's a friend of ours or maybe my mom
1: <laughs> or dad. <laughs> or dad. Yo, dad, don't forget to pay my insurance. Dad. <laughs> Cell phone <laughs> bills in the mail.
0: All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, cool. Okay.